0: Grace and peace to you. Hello. Friends, if you were tasked with picking the next First Minister, who would you choose? Or if you had to choose which teacher you had next to, who would you choose? Or even if you had to choose who was under the amazing costumes and the masked singer, who would you choose? How would you choose who did what? Would you choose someone who agreed with you wholeheartedly to be First Minister, maybe even choosing yourself? Would you choose somebody who is going to allow you to play rather than work as your teacher? Would you choose your favourite celebrity, even if they couldn't sing, to be on The Masked Singer? How would you choose? Would you make a list of qualities that are important and try to find somebody who fit the bill? Would you work hard at finding somebody who looked and sounded the part and guess that they will figure out the rest at a later date? How would you go about choosing someone to do a high profile or important task? In our reading today, we hear that Samuel heads off under the instruction of God to choose a new king. As he goes, with expectations of the sort of person he'd be guided to choose, Let's hear the reading.
1: Then Samuel left for Ramah, but Saul went up to his home in Gibeah of Saul. Until the day Samuel died, he did not go to see Saul again, though Samuel mourned for him. And the Lord regretted that he had made Saul king over Israel. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called an Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But the Lord said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Then Jesse had Shammah pass by, but Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He's tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel went to Ramah.
0: Samuel, go and find the next king, anoint him, mark him with oil. Samuel did that, and then the Spirit came upon David. David seemed a strange choice, choosing the youngest, the shepherd boy who didn't fit in the normal models of the king. Some of the translations describe David as being ruddy and handsome, and because of where he was from, his hair would have been dark and thick. Whilst it might seem odd, I obviously agree with the choice of a ruddy-cheeked, dark-haired, handsome man. This ruddy complexion that David has would have been unusual at the time and in that place, but that fits with the rest of the reading, indicating that David is unique and special in some way. There's something more to him than the expected or the normal. The small and unusual is chosen. Not by Samuel, but by God. The boy is chosen to become a great ruler. As we seek to understand what God is doing in this reading. As we try in general to understand what God asks of us to do. The answer is not often the obvious one. Discerning God's will. Figuring out what comes next is difficult, but it starts for all of us as it did for Samuel. Figuring out what's going on with God and how to respond comes from a place of prayer and relationship with God. And as we gather in celebration today, we gather in relationship with God to celebrate the symbolic meal shared around the table between heaven and earth doesn't mean that Communion will give us a magic understanding of all that is God, but it will draw us closer to God and helps us build that relationship from where we can develop our understanding of how to live in outrageously inclusive sacrificial love. As we come to the table, we remember, as we always do, that on the night before he was executed, Christ took bread and wine whilst gathered with his friends. So take a moment to get your bread and wine, or your biscuit and glass of Ribena, or whatever you have. Take a moment to get it ready. Hit pause if you wish. I'll be waiting here for you as you return. God, as we come to your table, open our hearts and minds to you. Help us to find you and ask for your guidance in the decisions of life knowing that when we make mistakes, we can be forgiven and we can forgive others. Fill us with your spirit as we turn back to you, forgiven and forgiving, seeking a world of justice for all. Amen. Let us look to the table and remember that when Jesus was gathered with his friends the night before he died, he took bread and broke it. He took wine and lifted it high He blessed them both, and he said to his friends, When you gather and share in these things, remember me. God, as we break bread together and as we drink wine together, we ask you fill these elements near and far, however we hold them, with your Holy Spirit, that she might convey your blessing on all of us, and all that we may consume, transforming it for this holy use and mystery. Eat your bread and be nourished. Drink your wine and be refreshed. May the peace, forgiveness and reconciliation of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you now. Go in peace go and take the decisions of life guided by the holy spirit filled with love for friend and stranger